Hello, and welcome to the Generational Cycle Breaker podcast. My name is Natasha, and I am your host, and I'm so excited to have you here for our third episode today. Before I begin the episode, I would like to give a couple of disclaimers. First of all, I will be speaking about adverse childhood experiences, so there may be some triggers in this. Secondly, I am not a mental health professional. This podcast is meant for educational purposes only. It is not meant to diagnose or treat any mental illnesses. In addition to all of that, I do have sources for this episode, and I will be listing them in the show notes, in addition to speaking about them throughout the episode. So today's episode is entitled How to Become a Cycle Breaker. It's just really going to be a high overview of the steps that I have taken for one specific cycle that I have noticed in my life. There are numerous ways to become a cycle breaker though. These aren't the only steps that you can take and these aren't the only things that you can do. In the future, I will be interviewing other cycle breakers to find out strategies that they've used um, in their healing journey as well. So to start off, I will be just talking about cycle breaking, and I did find a wonderful explanation for it that I'd like to break down from aninjusticemag.com. First of all, It says that cycle breaking is the process of digging into the past and healing the old wounds that hold us back in our adult lives. So this is three parts and I'd like to break each part down. It is the process of digging into the past. And um, sometimes that may be something that you do through therapy. Sometimes it may be something that you do through journaling. It may not even be something that's structured for you. It just might be something that you're reflecting on. But you do have to dig into the past to figure out where the cycle started, why it's a cycle that is perpetuated, and how you might break that cycle. A lot of times when people are healing um, or breaking cycles, they are healing old wounds. So you do have to heal yourself. You are a self-healer when you are a cycle breaker. No one else is going to do it for you. Um, It is up to you to do it. And then the last part of that explanation is that it holds us back in our adult lives. So, So I don't want you to compare your journey with anybody else's. I want you to recognize and validate that this is something that is indeed holding you back as an adult. It could be emotionally that you just don't have the reactions that you want to have. It could be that it really is holding you back and keeping you from being successful in your life the way that you want to be. There are a couple different types of cycles that um, you can go through to break. Some of them are very obvious, like becoming the first person to graduate from college in your family or not becoming a a person who drinks or does drugs when your parents did. It could also be not yelling. And this doesn't have to be something that is just with your children. It can be with partners and friends um, or even with your parents, any kind of interactions that you have. So some of them will be obvious, but a lot of them won't be so obvious until you dig. Sometimes you might be triggered by something that makes no sense to you at all, and you have to dig into that and figure that out. The example I am going to use today um, is something that is not really obvious until you dig 
either. And that is when a child hurts themselves or is upset and a parent automatically tells them they're okay. That's the example that I will be going through today of a cycle that I have broken and that I continue to work on breaking in in my family. Before I specifically go through that cycle, though, I do want to speak a little bit more about being a cycle breaker. There is a clinical psychotherapist and energetic healer named Jennifer Nurek, and she talks about being a cycle breaker and what it's like. And she states that a cycle breaker has a deep impulse and inner knowing that the old ways of being in the family system are not for them. And you become a cycle breaker when you first see the cycle and then decide that the cycle ends with you. So that is the very first step of becoming a cycle breaker is seeing the cycle. Sometimes it might be something that you don't even see as a cycle that needs to be broken until you learn from an outside source that it is. So my example that I'm using, I'm sure that my parents told me that I was fine and not to cry and everything was okay when I was a child and I fell and hurt myself because it's a natural reaction for parents to have. It wasn't until I saw a Instagram post from Dr. Becky Goodinside speaking about this that I realized that it could be a harmful cycle and um, started working on it. So she had this Instagram post that basically said the way to interact with your child when they fall and hurt themselves or have something that they're upset about is to number one, state what you see. Number two, validate that for them. And number three, tell them that you believe them. So for instance, your child falls while they're running. Typically, the reaction right away would be, get up, you're okay, don't cry. In this situation, instead of that, you would say, you were running and you fell. That's validating. That's, that's saying what you're, you're seeing, excuse me. You weren't expecting that to happen, giving them validation. And then third is saying, I believe you. I believe you that that was scary, or I believe that you're hurt. So in my situation with my children, that's what I did. First, I had to see that it was, an, uh, so it was a problem. It wasn't even something that I, like I said, was aware of. But after I saw her Instagram post regarding that, I did start reflecting on my kids and I did start paying attention to their reactions. And the first time I took these steps and did what she suggested, I noticed that my child uh, wasn't crying like usual for as long and calmed down faster. So the first part is seeing the cycle and then you decide that it that it ends with you. So that number one, you acknowledge and you reflect on the reactions that are automatic. In my situation, I had to realize that saying you're fine, get up, don't cry was my part of my programming. It was an automatic response. And I had to think about why I personally said that. And the reasoning that I came up with, the, the reflection that I did told me that it was because I was uncomfortable with my children crying. I was uncomfortable with that pain. I did not like the way I felt when they were crying. It made me feel powerless.
And then I had to make a decision to do it differently. To make a decision to do it differently, I had to just really decide, okay, I don't want my children to feel like that. I want to validate them. I want them to feel like they are believed. So I am going to take these steps that Dr. Becky recommends. The next part is to come up with an action plan for what you will do to stop the programming. My action plan is to first of all, take a deep breath and hug my child if they're okay with being hugged. That helps me to take that pause that I need to use my brain to have the reaction that I want to have. Instead of just reacting, I am responding. I make a conscious effort to just say back what what I saw, just to repeat to them what I saw happened. So if they fall, you fell, you were running and you fell. Or if a toy isn't working for them, your toy isn't working for you. That gives me time to have that pause to be able to get myself in the right place to respond the way that I want to respond. And then I'm able to validate them and I am able to then talk to them and tell them that I believe them. The final two steps in becoming a cycle breaker is to give yourself grace when you fail because you will fail and never give up trying. Let's talk a little bit about failing. You will have automatic responses that you have to learn how to control. You will have fight, flight, freeze, or fawn responses that take you by surprise. So you need to give yourself grace and be patient with yourself. The people who care about you, who know that you're doing this work, will forgive you for making those mistakes. And you need to forgive yourself as well. And then you just never give up trying. You just keep going no matter what. You just keep trying to improve, keep trying to break those cycles, and it will get better. There's a quote I'd like to um, say, one more quote by Nate Pulselthwaite, Pulselthwaite, I am probably saying his name wrong. He is a cycle breaker and an author. I found him via Twitter. And this quote is about cycle breakers, of course. He says, never underestimate a cycle breaker. Not only did they experience years of generational trauma, but they stood in the face of the trauma and fought to say, this ends with me. This is brave. It comes at a significant cost. Never underestimate a cycle breaker. In my next episode, I will be talking about the loneliness of it being a cycle breaker. I've alluded to it a little bit in previous episodes, but I'd like to dig deeper into that. I also have some interviews coming up that I'm very excited about, some other cycle breakers to speak with regarding their journeys and um, the work that they're doing in this space, so stay tuned for that. If you found this information helpful, please subscribe and leave a review. Other people will be able to find the podcast if if there are more reviews for it. And so then they can also become a part of this community. I would like to end this episode with the affirmation. Repeat after me. I am strong. I am kind. I am good. 
and I am worthy of all the love in the world. And you are worthy of all the love in the world. You are worthy of breaking these cycles. Thank you so much for listening. I'll talk to you soon.